0: Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 121 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going,
2: fellas? Good. I thought we were like already past 125 for some reason. I don't know why.
0: Well, if you look at it, if you count the waitlist episodes, then yes, technically we are.
2: I don't know. I was just kind of looking up stats on the episodes and I was like, wait a second, why are not all the stats here? And I was like, oh, no, we're really only at 120 it does it's feel a disappointing i'm gonna tell you
0: you want you want more episodes i mean we could do more if you want I, you no know. i definitely don't want to do more that's he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just want us to ha- you want me to just jump from 120 i'll just start us at yeah like you know like when you episode? lose your
2: checkbook yeah. right and you have to go get a new one because that's happened to me all the time and you're like nah to start me at like 2000 that's good.
0: <laughs> yeah. just started a new number yeah i feel like that'd be really conspicuous
1: we we don't need to let people know it's sequential or not i mean that's true, true. yeah well some people do
0: seasons you know they do like a season of a of the show and then they they start over they'll do you know like 101 102 oh, 103 yeah. and they start at, you know finish and we, at 140 yeah we lost that yeah
1: yeah we we could make a story arc that would be <laughs> dangerous <laughs> oh my gosh yeah
0: the, that, those those ones where they're scripted is that's a lot more work man that's that's a lot of work to do those i started listening to the imagineering podcast i don't know if you guys have ever listened to that one but um no. the scripted the podcast.
2: podcast though is it ducktales podcast yeah after the show ended there's a new podcast oh okay yeah that's cool <laughs> it was launch pan's answering machine this uh the first episode oh, there's a story mean? told by his answering machine What? Yeah.
0: That's interesting. I'll yeah. check that out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was kind of boring, I'll be honest with you.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, we should probably introduce our special guest that we have uh, with us today. Uh, we do have a very...
2: Harry... we have a special guest.
0: Yeah, we do. We haven't had a guest in quite a while. And, and truth be told, I was looking back at the last time we had DVC Rental Store on, and it was episode 52, which is
2: quite Ooh. a long time ago at this point. Who, 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 who was representing for them, though? Oh my gosh, you're going to
0: put me on the spot and try to yeah, get me absolutely. to remember who it was? Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: <laughs> I don't remember. How about that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I feel really bad. I'm just really bad with names in general, though. So, like, that person should not be offended. So, uh, but Carrie is with us from DVC Rental Store. Carrie is, uh, wh- what would you say your title is, Carrie? Is it brand ambassador? Is that. Yes. By?
3: Yes. So thank you so much for having me. Um, my title is um, Reservation Sales Director and um, Brand Ambassador for the DVC Rental Store.
0: That's great. So, what could you tell us some of your background with Disney, with DVC Rental, with DVC? Any, any background you have in Disney, we'd like to hear.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, so I have a 20 year, um, background. Well, 20 plus years because I did the Disney College program back in the early 90s. And, um, I won't give the year away, but it was, um, it was early in the 90s. And I'm originally from, uh, the Massachusetts area from New England, came down on the Disney College program and just, Learned so much about the company and loved it and was always, of course, a Disney fan growing up, um, you know, grew up with all things Disney as well. And so after school, I decided to go back to the company in more of a full-time capacity. And so I started on May 12th, 2000. And um, so my company anniversary was always easy to remember because it was just 2000. So every year was, that was the year of my anniversary. And I started with Disney Cruise Line as a reservationist Um and just had so much fun. It was all, we only had the magic, I believe. It was just one ship. Um, and then the next ship, the wonder came and, or vice versa. Oh gosh, this was happened when you get older. I think it was the wonder, right? That was the first one. And then the magic came. Anyway, then I went over to DVC um, as a reservationist for member services and enjoyed it, but knew that I needed my career to be a little bit more in color for myself, and I had had this this dream, this little girl dream um, since the mid-90s of being a Disney ambassador, and it took me about 10 years to find the courage to really go make that dream came, come true, but um, I interviewed for the role in 2007. And was named um, a Walt Disney World ambassador for 2008, and so that was an incredible experience wow. and a really great year. Yeah,
0: that's that, that's a tough that's a tough one to get too. That's pretty impressive.
3: Thank you. It was it's quite the intense process in interview and media training and media interviews and whatnot. And um, I just was so thrilled to to you know have the the honor, truly the honor, to to have that position.
2: Wow, we finally have somebody on the show that's around my age. That's good.
3: <laughs> Is that good? I, yeah,
2: that's good. Are, they, you, they 20,
3: are you 22 also,
2: <laughs> <laughs> So, So where in Massachusetts? That's my next question.
3: Yeah, so I grew up in a, a beautiful town called Melrose, Massachusetts. It's a little Victorian town. It's about 20 miles north of Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and so grew up there, went to UMass Boston, and then um, really have lived in – the Orlando area, my, pretty much my whole adult life, because I you do the math now, but yeah, I've been here for most of my adult life.
2: I'm a big, big Massachusetts person. We would, I had an aunt up there. We would go to the Cape yeah. um, pretty much a couple times a year, and I have a friend that lives up there now in Waltham as well, so yeah. I'm familiar with the area.
3: It's really beautiful. And, you know, I always I, I t- I hold my breath, especially during football season. Um, you know, when I say where I'm from, people are like, oh, New England. I love New England and the Patriots. Or it goes the other direction. I'm like, yeah, I don't
2: okay, like the Patriots at yeah. all. Well, that's I like get Cape that Cod. We won't not. talk You're not about get that. The love
3: for the yeah, who cares? You know, <laughs> I, always,
2: I always would say that, you know, after the Hilton had one, if there was another place on the East Coast, I think Cape Cod would be a very oh. interesting DVC place. Mm-hmm.
3: I agree. So beautiful up there. Yeah. Beautiful the cold. seasons. It's cold, yeah. I mean, you definitely get the seasons, but for me, I like I love Orlando. I love uh, you know the area that I live in, but I do miss the seasons so much. So I, I try to get up there as often as I can. That's Put great. that in the in the suggestion box for Disney Cape Cod <laughs> DVC yeah. Resort. Um, so yeah, so two thousand eight. That was that was really just it was it was a year of just pixie dusted magic for me because it was amazing. But it was one year, and then after that, I went into Disney recruitment, and I. Um, recruited for the college program that started my career. So you want to feel old, right? Go stand in front of the, 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 the group of students, you know, back then that, you know, were the newbies coming into the company. Um, did that for about seven years and loved it as well. In fact, one of my territories was New England. So I got to go go home a lot and see my family during that time. And then um, I got my real estate license. And I knew that the best place to hang that license was DVC. And so I interviewed for the DVC sales guide. And that was probably so many great families, something different about DVC members and cast and... Um, it's truly just a family. So I loved it there. And then um I received a little knock on my door uh in 2018 for a little project called Club 33 was opening. And um the director said, I have a sales manager position. And I had worked with him a time or two when I was an ambassador. And I thought, I do love DVC, but I know a lot of our DVC members would want to be Club 33 members too. So it might be kind of a good marriage of experience. And so I was – um part of the opening team. By, by about a month shy of the true opening team, I came on about a month after. And so I was one of the sales managers for um, the opening of Club 33 here at Walt Disney World.
0: I feel like Damon's going to pepper you with Club 33 questions now
2: because it's amazing. <laughs> no, no, no.
3: I,
0: I, You've dabbled with thinking about it before. so <laughs> uh,
2: Yeah, I, I've definitely thought about it, but um, I've spent my money other places. I gotcha. Think that's
0: wow! You have quite the varied uh, background, Carrie.
3: It's been, you know, the twenty years was 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 jam-packed. I always say in the ha- the last half, you know, the first half, I was pretty shy. Um, you know, not socially shy, but just in this company, this massive company of Disney, I was very shy and, and, um, just very unsure of myself. You know, where do I fit in and where do I want to go? And a very intimidating company to be part of while friendly. It's so huge. And I knew if I could get, if I could be an ambassador, that would be my, kind of my boost that I needed to really showcase what I could do and and also prove to myself that you have this confidence to do it. So I say my first half, like the first eight years was like in black and white. And then the last 12 years was definitely in like bright HD color. You know, it was just so great. And then unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, I was part of the 28,000 layoffs this past um, 2020. And being a 20-year cast member, there was only five of us on my team. And I distinctly remember thinking, you know, suddenly you've moved into that role where you are the highest seniority um, on this team. And I knew, I, I've thought, I've been through September 11th. I've been through the 2009 economic downturn. I've seen layoffs, your name somewhere on somebody's paper being floated around. So I wasn't entirely surprised. I was a bit heartbroken. Um, but then, You know, I came here to World of DVC and the DVC rental store. And now I've really just enjoyed being a guest with Disney and still talking about Disney in such a completely different, um, aspect and way. You know, I get to speak on behalf of the company, but also on behalf of myself, which was, which is a new experience for me entirely.
0: Well, that's that's very cool. I I thank you for giving us your background. I mean, that's that's amazing. All the different things that you've done, and that you you were an ambassador. And it's unfortunate unfortunate that you uh, were were let go. But I mean, it's uh, like you said, it's a new opportunity. So it's uh, kind of a different different challenge, right?
3: So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So so we got some questions that we would love to ask about DVC Rental um and uh, damon i don't know if you want to start i see you're 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 unmuted there like you want to talk
2: (laughs) yeah so again from uh, these guys already have too many points and their family's not big enough they don't need rental points right now i need (laughs) rental points Oh man. so (laughs) i I, I I guess you have like eight contracts rental points you
0: know i I, i've got three contracts yes but i mean (laughs) you know it's all right
2: right, i think for for me what this really is about right rental is a big deal as we talk about going with different people to Disney. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's kind of started. You know, like my parents, my wife's parents, you know, things like that. Because the people that we normally travel with do have a contract, but um, they're not going to be going this year. So kind of like, all right, well, what should we do? So I guess what we're looking at is if you could kind of take us, you know, high level view of kind of the process as a renter, as well as, you know, the process of, you know, putting your points as an owner as well. Absolutely.
3: Right. I think a lot of people think, you know, when they see DVC rental store, we immediately think of the guest renting out points, but they have, there has to be a member who's rented their points in order to have that guest. And so the process is very simple, um, on both sides. So as the renter, you think, you know, maybe DVC is something I want to try before I buy. Um, maybe I want to try, Copper Creek or Grand Floridian, or I have a dream of staying in Grand Floridian, but I don't necessarily want to buy something there. Or we don't want to buy DVC at all. We love to travel all over the world, and Disney's maybe once every five or six years. So for this family, it doesn't make sense to be a member, but this is a great way to stay in the deluxe properties, um, the studios, the one bedrooms, two bedrooms, grand villas where you have space and really a lot of access, easier access to the theme parks, as we all know on this, on this conversation. Um, so first the renters, you think of the people who are non-DVC members who say, you know, I want to try before I buy, I want to just stay because I want to stay in the deluxe properties or I have three kids and we want our space and we want a kitchen, washer and dryer, whatnot. Basically our website is one of the easiest websites I think. If I can do it, you can do it. Trust me on that. It's DVCRentalStore.com, DVCRentalStore.com and literally there's two buttons, it's guest or member. And so- As a non-member, you would click guest, and you can go in and you can browse... Um, confirmed reservations. And what that means is a confirmed reservation is basically a member. Um, so say I have a 100 points that I want to rent out and I've made my reservation for June 1st to June 7th at Copper Creek. You as a guest would see that reservation and say, oh, that works perfect. Copper Creek, one bedroom, June 1st to the 7th. I'd like to request that. And then that request will come to our team of professionals who will then engage with you to take the next steps into Availability and payment connecting with the member to say we have a we have a renter. Mr. Smith is going to rent out your points. And so it's a joint venture, but the member never has to get involved with the guest DVC rental store is truly the intermediary there. That's okay. really all that they have to do. Um The other side of that is, say you say, well, I don't see a confirmed reservation with my exact dates or requirements, you can also put in some requests, too, to say, I'm looking for June 1st to the 7th in a one-bedroom, and then DVC Rental Store can say, hey, does any member have points that they'd like to rent for this reservation?
2: I so, have a question right there. Yeah, so, sure. So that's kind of what we were seeing, right? So a lot of the things that I saw as my parents were looking were partials or not available, let's just say. And I'll be honest with you, just going through the website for the first time, I didn't realize there was another part of that where we could put in days and kind of say, hey, this is what we're looking for. Um, so where is that specifically on the website?
3: On the website, it should say, I'm going to actually go to the website while I'm have while i here. Let me see. Because there's browsed, it's browsed confirmed reservations. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, um, I'm just trying to get my verbiage is what I want to know. So here's. Uh, check availability. So if you click on the DVC guest drop down mm-hmm. and it says browse avail- browse reservation, and then check availability, okay, and that's exactly where you can you can go. So if I type in, I'm just going to put in say April 18th through 22nd, two guests. Done search. Okay, and now it comes up. So right, what I see is one bedroom Savannah. At Disney's Animal Kingdom Kadani. So you could click available on that that's showing as available, and then request now. And what that does is that will take a, that will take your request to the DVC rental stores team. And then we will try to match that for you.
2: Okay, I just I think I'm stupid. So I'm at this spot now, right? So I put in my dates. So arrival date of departure date and two guests, right? When I search, it gives me the 71 search results, but most of them are just partials. So can I get to that spot that you're saying from here or did I just not go to the correct spot?
3: It just sounds like then what you're looking for in those dates, it's not fully available. So it might be like a check-in, say the 18th, I'm just going to use my dates, the 18th to the 19th and then check out the 19th and then check in someplace else. So it could be that split reservation.
2: But what about, so that's just, so what you're saying is that that's, no one else can come in that has points that doesn't have a confirmed reservation at this point and do anything for me. This is just what's available out there regardless. Correct. Okay. And And I think that's where the question was. Yep. Now that makes sense now.
3: And then what we do is try to match that for you. Okay. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so it it is very easy. And like I said, it does show an available, a partial, you know, and, and all the different rooms mm-hmm. that are available. So my, my parents have have solely missed out on a studio at this point. I keep telling them that they would have need to have booked a, a while back for something like that. So they're, uh, looking in that one bedroom range, I think at this point
3: at the one bedroom. Yes.
2: So now the other thing I had is kind of, before we jump into the owner aspect of it from, you know, the. Renter aspect of it. Is it something that they should be checking every day, like looking for new stuff? Or is that kind of not how it works here? Because that's going to give us what we see up there is pretty much what's available from the resort at that point.
3: It's a great question. It does change daily. Okay. So yes, it is, it is good to continue to research it if you're Mm -hmm. looking for something very specific. Um, you know, for me, I, I want to stay in a cabin at Copper Creek. That's my, my DVC dream is to stay there over my birthday week. And so I, I've seen it and then it, and then I'm like, oh, I'll think about it for a couple of days. And then I go back and it's not there any longer. So it is a fluid system.
2: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I guess from the other end of it now, right? It's so I want to get rid of my points. And and I had somebody last year, I tell like the people that I travel with all the time, he had 180 points and just ate that, like just ate the loss on those points. And I said to him, crazy. look, yeah, he didn't want to switch them over to RCI, which is what I did at that point. Um mm-hmm. But I told him, I was like, why do you just not rent? And, you know, again, he was kind of like, I don't want to deal with the hassle. I don't yeah. think I'd be eating 180 points because that's a lot of money, but-
3: no, and it's, and it's, it's a, it might be a little bit of a hassle, but it's cash in your, in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's your annual dues, say, maybe for the year or partial annual dues or a DVC stay, you know, somewhere else, you know, that's your spend money or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So as a member, we try to make it just as easy because, of course, if we don't have the, the supply, then we don't have the demand. So we need our members, you know, to say, you know we do want to rent out these points and especially now we're finding so many members have points because of 2020 that they've banked over and now there's an abundance of points and yes we want to go on vacation but we're not going to use all of these so if i have 600 points total and i'm going to use 400 points you know for our vacation you could rent out the other 200 and it's very simple it's simple it's a, i'm newer to DVC rental store and when i learned this i kept saying but what else but what else? And there's really not a whole lot to it. It's literally just going back onto the website, DVCRentalStore.com, clicking the member uh, tab. You'd fill out the form. And then we have a separate team of like a concierge team that will take that. And they will um, be able to work with you and get anything signed, the form sign that you need to sign, which is one form, upload your points. And then the way that the payment works, that's what I would want to be knowing. Okay, I've done that. Now, what happens? When do I see that money come back of you've rented out my points? Once we've rented out that your points, 75% is paid to you on the day of the booking. So not at the day of the reservation start date, but the day of the booking. And that money will be directly deposited to you. Then a 25% will be sent to you at the day of the check-in. So you're going to get two different payments, but you're going to get the most of it up front, which is really great.
2: So again, this is where my question resides too. So when I saw that there already are some, you know, from okay, so I guess this is really what it boils down to. So you have these points. When does like that those points get booked, right? Because you can see that there's right confirmed reservations up there for you guys, and then we also talked about well, if you wanted a specific date that maybe wasn't up there. So right, what happens to those points when they get to you? Because they're not booked for anything at that point, right? They're just points.
3: Yes and so they could be n- not booked for anything mm-hmm. or a member could say hey i have this beach club reservation that we're not able to use um so this conf- that would be the confirmed reservation
2: Okay, so if someone just can't go on vacation, kind of wants to get rid of something for whatever reason that popped up and know that they're not going to use the points. And is there any difference in money to the seller in two regards? One for, you know, those two different items that we just talked about, just regular points versus a reservation or where that reservation is booked at. Is there any difference or is it just strictly based off the point number?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. So yes, there is a difference. We pay $16 per point for reservations that are booked seven to 11 months in advance at premium resorts. So Copper Creek, Animal Kingdom, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Beach Club, Boardwalk. Uh, Bay Lake Tower. So six, $16 per point. We pay $14 a point for any of the um, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Hilton Head, and Vero Beach, in and anything else outside of that seven to 11 months when it's within the zero to seven months.
2: Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Because I, I think there's definitely some misinformation out there on that. Even from within our group, people were uh, <laughs> not, not understanding that process.
3: So that's there's great. A- There's a great tool on the, on the website too. Let me see if I can, if I can easily find it here. Um, and the tool is like a calculator. So if Mm -hmm. you go into members, let me see if I can, your listeners don't know me just yet, but I'm not (laughs) the best with tech, but let's see. Okay. Rent my points. There's a calculator here where you can literally say, okay, I'm going to plug in the date, the resort, the number of points, and I'm going to see what I would be paid. Okay, and and it's really such a cool a cool tool to to use because then if you're looking at the availability, saying okay, do I book something in December or July? What's going to be the difference in that in that um, you know in the price? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. If i can't find it here i will send it to you and maybe that can tom, go up t-
2: tom makes show notes so that's
3: okay Okay, good, I, good i'm good. too
0: busy i'm too busy on your website <laughs> playing with my cursor and all so. the little pixie dots going on the screen here <laughs> yeah it's uh,
3: fun isn't it It's just
0: too entertaining <laughs> to do that
2: <laughs> so I, I think one of the other questions that i had and tanya had as well is so let's just say you want to blow it out for your birthday right and you only have x number of points So your contract doesn't get you where you want to go. Can you combine points from yourself and from the rental store for one rental? Um, Even if it would turn into, let's say, two specific, um, you know, maybe you'd have to go to Disney and you'd hopefully be able to stay in the same room, but can you combine points that way for a longer vacation or can you just combine them up for one reservation?
3: Yes. So... The word combine can be a little bit tricky because yeah. <laughs> it makes it sound like, right, that we're pooling everything together. We're pooling a hundred points, say, of my membership points and a hundred points of a rental point. So those wouldn't go into like the same bucket. It's kind of what you just said, which is, which is a, an excellent point, Damon, to say, okay, if I book Bay Lake Tower, say the Grand Villa for Bay Lake Tower, and I need, you know, 600 points for that, and I've got 400 of those. So, that's going to cover X amount of nights. That will cover three nights or four nights or whatnot. The rental then would have to be available to back up mm-hmm. to continue that reservation. It would be two different reservation numbers. Therefore, it could be a move in rooms as well. Gotcha. You can always link the reservations, of course, like member services will do that. You know, to say, I want these two reservations tied together, it's the same person. But that's where it gets a little bit... um Dare I say, confusing that it's the, it's the same person, but it's yep. using two different methods.
2: So you can't theory. really have expectations, right? Like sometimes Disney will allow you just to stay in the same room, and sometimes they won't. Yeah. But that is that is not something that can be guaranteed at that point. So I think there's a few more questions, and I'm just going to continue on since I'm uh, I'm the person that was interested in this from the get go. So I'll just continue going here. I think so, we we're
0: interested too, but you y- know, yes. yeah, you're, you're the one that started this, yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> So there's going to be a bunch of questions. I think these are a little bit easier to hopefully answer so we can go a little bit quicker. But so what's the minimum amount of points you can rent or rent out?
3: Yeah, that's such a great question because you'd think that there would be a minimum that we said, but there is really none. It's whatever the minimum point allowance on the point chart is. So I think Hilton Head is like that's the lowest probably with 6 six points per night Mm -hmm. in the off-season for a studio. So if you have six points or 12 points that you can't do anything with, it's such a low number in the grand scheme of life. Like, Mm -hmm. right, 12 is, but 12 with DVC points at, say, even the low rate of a $100 a point, that's still a lot of money. So instead of just saying, oh, well, it's only 12 points, you can certainly rent them. You know, say you find a Hilton Head availability for two nights for 12 points total, put them at DVC rental store. Somebody Somebody would pick them up.
2: So th- this is more of a interesting question to myself. I'm a big like data mining sort of person. Do you have any idea what percentage of people that use DVC Rental end up buying a resale contract? And if not, why not? <laughs> yeah, so it's
3: so funny because we I would say on average like it's less than five percent. And okay. here's why it's so low is because so many of our renters are members. And they said they've done just what you've said, Damon, is to say, I need just a little bit of extra here, or we're not going to go this year, so we're going to rent those out, Um, you know, or I'm going to rent out, you know, these points for my parents because I'm going to use the other half over here or something. So it's, you know, if you are in that try-before-you-buy bucket, mm-hmm. then DVC Rental Store, we do see a lot of conversion over into saying, you know, this is kind of crazy, I just spent, you know, a few thousand dollars, that's you know, part of the pro, you know, part of the the money down to say become a member. So okay. why don't you just do that? But so many of our guests members have said, you know, this it's kind of a good marriage to say I am a member and I can rent points. So it is it's a low number because of that.
2: Okay, no, that that definitely makes sense. So I think the biggest question for people that are owners that want to rent points is what happens if the reservation gets canceled? So the renter cancels. Yes. What happens?
3: Right, that's the biggest fear and. If I can, if I can put everybody at ease to say, "Fear not," because DVC rental store still pays the member. That's the agreement. So whether we rent it out, whether the the the, the guest, um, say the guest grabs that confirmed reservation for that June first to the June seventh, mm-hmm. and then they say, um, "We can't," you know, it's May fifteenth, and and we can't go any longer. Somebody's sick. We had a change in plans. What happened? We then, the DVC reservation team, DVC rental store reservation team will work to find another member and, or, excuse me, another guest. Okay. And what that means is, is we put that reservation back up on confirmed. We'll promote it, you know, maybe on social media as well, podcasts as well. Um, and if we can find another guest, um, then great. And what we do there is we give uh, an email to the member to say the reservation original guest canceled. We have a new, guest if you know the member does have to make the name change on the reservation okay it's important to know um but that's really all the member has to do
2: so so what do you mean by that though so what do you so what do they what would walk me through what the member actually has to do
3: really all the member has to do is let's say they have their June 1st to June 7th mm-hmm. and we've we've rented it out we have mm-hmm. a guest Mr. Smith is and Mrs. Smith are going to purchase this the member then just has to get with member services to say I need to make a change on this reservation to this lead name okay that's yeah. all that they have to do. They'll add the kids or family members or whatnot, but that's really it. They don't have to do anything else. So if that if then that happens, kind of going back to the question, if we can't find somebody and that reservation does go um, you know, without a guest staying, the member still does get that seventy-five percent um, you know, payout.
2: What happens to those? Who goes? Is it you? Is it Nick? Who actually ends up <laughs> <going>
3: to those? <laughs> I know. That's a that's a good I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm going to
3: put that in my next one-on-one. There you go, know, right? There's a cancellation. Did anybody use it? Um, you know, no, but we do. I mean, the team, you know, the team of, of, um, of, uh, DVC the reservationists, mm-hmm. um, they're such Disney fans, and so um, not they don't all live local, but I do know that a few of them have said, "Oh my gosh, that's a reservation for this weekend. We could fly down real fast, yeah. you know, and, and take <laughs> advantage of it and, and and use rent you know rent to the points."
2: I'm sure. So the, the last <laughs> question that I'm going to ask before we give this international one to Trevor here is: So does Disney have any sort of issues with kind of this process? Right. So people fear that, oh my goodness, if I use DVC rental store, am I going to lose my contract? Is Disney isn't he going to come back and say, "Naughty, naughty! You're not allowed to do this."
3: Yeah, no. I mean, there. You know, from what I recall, working for DVC, um, you know, there's a stipulation. I think that you can't rent the same points twenty six times or so. Please don't quote me on that. There's something in there that says like you can't do the same rental. You know, for the, but that's the same points. So say you've got two hundred points, and every year you're or every month you're renting out these points or every week or whatnot. Um, but no, I mean it's it's filling up the resorts that otherwise would sit empty and it's tickets and it's tours and it's food and it's all kinds of other, you know, accessories that go along with visiting Disney World as well.
0: Gotcha. What What if like uh What if I rent my room out to Damon and then Damon I trashes trash the room, just trashes it, smashes lights and everything? Can the members uh, get no, in I'm not, for
2: that? Hold on. So let me, let me rephrase <laughs> that. I'm not smashing <laughs> lights. I'm stealing stuff. You're stealing stuff. I'm definitely oh, stealing David. stuff. The robes, the, the the maybe the mattress, but definitely pillows. Oh, yeah,
0: Damon, pillows. I had no
3: idea. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's, he's a out maker. of control.
0: This is why I don't read points. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: there is a stipulation in the contract that does talk about that, and and you know, just like anything that. Is you know being rented out, the member would be would be um, would be re- responsible for that. Yeah, but there's there's also a clause in the rental agreement as well too that you know we don't want to don't want to pair anybody with any troublemakers. And I can honestly say I did ask that question of like who you know who has the liability here. It is the member, but we've never had that happen.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and even as a DVC guide, I think I only remember one time um, there was like a broken coffee table or something. Um, that the member, you know, that the member broke. There was a little bit of a God. too wild of a party that happened, yeah, in one of the villas.
0: <laughs> I feel like that would happen in, like, one of the grand villas. Because that's, yeah. that's, like, that's where you have a
1: party, right? That's like if you have, have a party. party you're going to do it right. in a grand villa, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> uh, it's so Trevor,
0: it's yeah, Trevor, do you right. want to ask yeah. this next one?
1: Yeah, so, um, so, obviously, I'm the international representation here on the yeah. podcast. I'm Canadian. And um, so, I guess, from my point of view, you know, how does this look for renters and members uh, if you're international?
3: Yeah, it's such a great question. We love our our Canadian friends. Um, So international guests or international members, um, if you have a membership and you wanting to rent out your points, it's very simple process. But there is an extra step you have to take that the American citizens do not have to do. And that's getting the I-10 from the IRS. It takes about Six to eight weeks or so. So it is time consuming to get that. Um, so I don't want to give the impression that you just click a button. There it is, print it out. Oh, it's all done. There is some, there is some waiting that has to go into that. So, so some planning for our international members as well. After that, though, you would just, um, submit that on the website and the, you know, fill out the regular form that everybody else submits. And it's as easy as I had explained it before. And it's the same with, with, um, renting out points as well it's there's no difference between the international guests um and the and the and a or a usa u.s guest
1: okay sorry just to clarify so so whether i'm renting renting points or renting out my points mm-hmm. um this i-10 form has to be filled out either way
3: only if you're renting out the points as a member
1: oh i see okay i got it
3: only as a member mm-hmm.
1: okay uh, rent- because you're getting money right yeah right.
3: yes yeah, mm-hmm.
1: no, no, that makes sense, and yeah. So I, I, I guess, um, so going back to you, you were saying about you know renting from the seven to eleventh month mark, um, it, as an international um, member, if I was planning to rent out my points at like eleven months, I would want to make sure that I have all this paperwork in line well before then, right?
3: Yes, exactly. Okay. I, yeah, I don't want to give the impression that's like I said that you just click a form, you know, and it's done. It does take some time to to get that request filled. Um, and then to have that paper.
0: Now, is that like a one-time thing, though? Like, if, if Trevor what, did that one time, could, would he ever have to do it again, or do you have to do it every time you rent out?
3: You do have to do it every time you rent out. Okay. So that's a great point.
1: Okay. No, but that's good to know. I think it's... Um, I, I assume, uh, it, like you said, that's a, that's an IRS thing, so it's not something that we would find on the rental store website. It's something cool. that, that we have to just go and find somewhere, I guess. <laughs> Federal <It's>, or U.S.... <laughs> federal government website of some sort. Yes. Okay.
3: And I'm sorry, I don't know how to navigate towards that. That website's not as easily accessible as my rental store. No, <laughs>
1: that's, that, that's fair. Um, I, I, I guess the, the only, um, the only feedback I would have there is, you know, it, you know, if you guys could at least, you know, help mm-hmm. point us in the right direction, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just, you know, just that one step closer to making it a bit easier, right?
3: Yeah. Like and, gotcha, and in yeah. All, yeah. Right. And in all honesty, there may be an easier way that I'm not um, privy to just yet. So that's a good question that I will, I'm going to be taking back with me as well. So appreciate, appreciate you bringing it up.
0: Do you guys get a fair amount of international renters and, and DVC members that rent out? I mean, is that something that happens fairly often or?
3: Um, I, you know, since, since COVID hit, yes, because so many, you know, we have a lot of, um, Canadian members and a lot yeah. of, um, Uh, UK, you know, the, the UK guests, um, also, so this is a good way, you know, during the travel time, if even, you know, even if restrictions are lifted, some people just don't want to travel. And, um, so we have seen, we have seen a slight increase overall, though it's mainly, um, us citizens that are, that are renting out points.
0: I did, I did just do a quick search on the rental store site and it looks like there's an international DVC member, uh, page on your site that, that, that gets you over there. So, oh.
3: Thank you. See, I didn't even know that. Thank Look you that. so much. <laughs> new, new to the party here, new to the party, but it's, thank you. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh,
1: Sorry, you, we... okay. You you even have the uh the link to the government to the IRS, yeah. Perfect.
0: Okay. Yeah, there good. you
1: go. So if you ever
0: had to do this, Trevor, now you know how to do it.
3: Now you know. Now <laughs> I know too. Right? Exactly. I knew the website was pretty proficient. I didn't know it was that proficient though. That's excellent.
0: <laughs> it is a very well designed website, especially. I mean, Thank like you. I said, the pixie dust on the front page is 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 fun. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just making <laughs> it rain pixie dust all over. The yes. Page. So it's it's
3: we fun. need it this year. We need it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yes. I, I think the only uh, the only other question we had, and and this was Laura had actually emailed us. Um, and she actually had asked a a question weeks ago about, uh, joining DVC. So she's, she's looking to join DVC and, and, you know, was thinking, let me uh let me just make sure I get her question right. So, she already owns uh, she already owns 100 points, but she wants to buy more points. Uh so and by, maybe buy buy some points at Disney World. But right now she has Grand, Grand California points. So she wanted to just know just general overall tips of uh, of what you would uh, recommend for uh, renting uh, through the rental store. Like what what kind of what would be your best practices, your best tips?
3: For renting as a as a guest or yeah, if she became renting. a member. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So renting as a guest, you know, I think I think with rental, whenever I think of that, I think don't don't play it safe. There's so many opportunities for you to experience Disney in a whole new light. Whether that's a trip to Vero Beach or, or even Alani in, in Hawaii. Um, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, you know, I think people always think of DVC being especially at Walt Disney World. Um, and with Disneyland just opening back up again soon, uh, California, um, Grand Californian is, is opening as well. Um, but Disneyland, is only going to be open in, you know, for residents of California. Yeah. So it's still a resort that's going to be open. But I would say my best practice is you can go to Walani sometimes for like $14 a point. Um, and stay, you know, yes, there's airfare and it, it's a little pricey over there. But if that's a dream, I think DVC rental store is brilliant for saving money in that capacity as well as coming here. Like I said, the cabinet at uh, Copper Creek, that's my Disney dream, you know, or a grand villa. So kind of don't be afraid to go big and just try it once and then say, you know what, okay, we spent our money, we did the grand villa, it's time to buy a resale contract, you know, and actually become a member. And then you become the one either getting the cash in your pocket, if you rent out your points, or then this reality, you know, of banking or borrowing or however many points you purchase to stay in some of the bigger places can come true.
2: And what would you say that Again, I think this is something that people need to hear is, you know, what, what can you save? Now, I, I know I did the numbers for the one that I was looking at, but on average, is there a number that you could say between this and this, like, what will people save doing this over, you know, room rack rate of?
3: Yeah, just going online saying yeah. to, to, I mean, it's, I don't know an exact percentage, but I know that I was just browsing around last night and there was, um it, there was an Olani vacation and I think it was four nights Um, for under $3,000 in, in a, um, ocean view. Then I saw, um, was it beach club? I think it was a beach club and it ranged about $400 a night for beach club. If you, you know, Mm. so you, that's not, that's unheard of for the, for the prices of Disney during a peak time especially.
2: Yeah, I know that the one I was looking at, it was at least a thousand dollars difference from, you know, DVC rental or room rack rate, which I thought was, was large. So people need to understand that you're not talking about saving a couple hundred dollars Mm -hmm. on most of these vacations. it, It can be thousands.
3: It can be. And you also have the luxury as, as we all know on this call You know, of the, the kitchen, the kitchenette, you know, so you can save on groceries, especially with all the grocery delivery now. You count out having to do breakfast out every day or count one meal in the room or pack up snacks for the kids or whatnot. It makes it so much more convenient that you're not there buying the higher pricing of the snacks, the waters, this and that. You can actually have somebody bring you groceries. Now you have a full kitchen. If you're going to be home, make a big spaghetti dinner. You know, one night and watch the fireworks from the beach club or from the Polynesian or whatnot. We, we
2: frown on that,
3: just so you know. <laughs> oh, you do? Hmm?
2: <laughs> Excuse me. What? We, we frown on making dinners.
1: Uh, I oh, believe well, that breakfast is the only. Oh, so, acceptable. sorry. Sorry. Breakfast is the <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the uh, watching the fireworks. I was going to. Oh, <laughs> <understandable>. <laughs> we just frown on making dinners. There. Yeah.
3: How co- is it because you're on vacation?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's
3: oh, that. yeah. Well, I understand that <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. But it's always good to have options, right? It's a rainy night. Someone true. doesn't feel good. You know, you don't have to use the kitchen. But even if you order pizza, right, just nice to have a table to sit at rather than sitting on a bed or a little tiny table. Yeah. So there's so many great reasons to be DVC members, you know, and to rent out your points or rent the points from the DVC member. Um, it changes the, the way you go experience Disney from the transportation to the amenities at the resort to the views to the room sizes. It really is a game changer.
0: Yeah, I, I I would totally agree with that because I, we, I've told this before on the show. My wife and I stayed, we used to always stay value resorts. And then the first time we stayed deluxe was on, on, uh, on our honeymoon, and then we immediately, immediately were spoiled, and we were like, "There's no way to right. go back to value after this. <laughs> right. Like, we just right. can't do it. Like, it's yeah. we we just we we need to continue doing this." So that's kind of how it happened. But yeah, you know, to Damon's point, you know, from before, it's you can save thousands of dollars doing it this way, and you're staying in deluxe resorts, you're staying in the best resorts that Disney has to offer, and you're saving a lot of money doing it. So
3: it's so true. My my mom was always a Dixie Landings fan. Remember Dixie Landings before it was Port Orleans Riverside? Oh, yeah, Port Orleans, yeah. Yes, and so she always loved. They loved Dixie Landings. That's where they always stayed. And then one time they came to visit, and I got them at the boardwalk. And uh, ever since then, she's like, You just, why would anyone stay anywhere else but the boardwalk? You know, that walkable <laughs> pathway don't. to Epcot. You know, she still loves her Dixie Landings, as she still calls it today, but we go visit it now. We don't, um, we don't, you know, so necessarily stay there because we have to be close to Epcot.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, Carrie, w- were you part of the River Country Club? Did you experience River Country?
3: On oh, my college program I did. See, okay. I See, know. that's know.
2: There we go. <laughs> See, she's already got a leg up on most of the other people we have on the show then. Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> I Just one time, though, it was 1994. Spring college w- program was 1994. Wait,
2: wait. Here's the big question. Do you yeah. have photo proof of this?
3: I do. I've got to somewhere. Uh, we only went one time.
2: That's okay, um, as long as yeah, you are photo proof. I that's don't know
3: fine. if I do. Uh, you know what I do? I do somewhere have photo proof of remember. We have to put Discovery. you in the
2: Tom Club till then. T- oh, Sorry.
0: <laughs> my, <God. laughs> my parents claim that I was there when I was a kid, but I have not seen you don't pictures remember? of it, and I don't it remember was, it. So yeah,
3: it was so fun. Remember Discovery Island? That's yeah. the other. That's the mm-hmm. other club too. Yeah, I do have a picture of taking the boat over there one day. But yeah,
2: okay.
3: those are the memories. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Carrie, it's been great having you on. Do we have any other questions for her that we can think of here?
1: I'm good. All right. Anything for you, Trevor? Um actually, so one thing just going back to your what talking more? about the uh, the price difference, more of an observation is um, for, for people that are trying to do the uh, the mental gymnastics of, you know, why rent why rent points versus, you know, just pay to stay at a resort. Um, I, I think for us, the threshold was, you know, we, we were making the decision to stay at a, even just a moderate resort. And we when we looked at the cost of, you know, DVC points versus like even just renting DVC points versus a moderate resort, you know, like you guys were talking about, you know, you're saving a bunch of money on this. If, if you are already going to stay at a moderate resort, you may as well be looking at renting um, DVC points and then you can stay at a deluxe resort. Like moderate resorts are terrible. We already talked about it.
0: That's <laughs> yeah. the, terrible. There's Carrie no, was there. just saying her mom's but,
1: favorite is a moderate. Yeah. And <laughs> Port Orleans is a moderate. Yeah. But, they're, but, but that's they're, exactly they're, it, right? Is, but, but that's exactly the point is, you know, y- you can make that jump so easily. Exactly right
3: it's such a great point Trevor that to, to the analogy of a moderate resort um which are great but again it's that location it's the amenities at the resort it's the you know the beach club pool it's the um it's the size of the rooms you know it's the monorail it's getting right on the monorail so it's um there's a lot of a lot of benefits to those deluxe resorts you cut your transportation time um greatly riviera with the with the um the skyliner
0: we almost made it the whole way through here yeah. without the dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, he was so, so close! close. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you, you, even oh. the okay. dogs agree. <laughs> they do. They agree. Yes, there's a, there's great value in yeah. DVC Rental Store. That's yeah. Gracie and Coco. And anytime an Amazon truck goes by, which is a lot, uh, they. Oh, I'm so I, sorry.
1: I have a it's dog a, named really Radar, weird. and he does the same thing. <laughs> I,
0: I think I think each one of our dogs has made an appearance on the podcast at some hey, point. So yeah, has my
2: dog been on the podcast.
0: No, maybe what? No, I think your dog one time works. I, uh, I maybe want, yeah. I think yeah but anyway, so Carrie, I, so where can people reach you if they want to reach out? What's the best way to, do, do they contact you directly or should they just go right to the site? What, what's the best way to do that?
3: Yeah, the, the site is great. dvcrentalstore.com. Um, you can, you know, you can give us a call. You can chat with the team. Um, as well as, like we said, browse through any confirmed reservations. Um, but the team is, is, is just so great. And, um, we're seven day a week operation as well. So from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, and that's East Coast time. And, um, so we're, we're, we're happy to help with any questions, you know, and that's the nice thing too, is that it's not just so transactional that you just say, I feel like I'm kind of alone in this. You know, we'll help, the team will help walk you through some questions so that you can really feel comfortable at renting out or renting your points.
2: So, so like my parents, who again, we kind of talked about before the show started that have a little bit of uh, technology issues. They can just call and do everything from start to finish if they wanted to. Absolutely.
3: Yes. We still do ask the guests to enter the information. So I'm always cautious to just say, will do it all unlike say a dvc or disney cruise line where the, the the cast member will enter everything for you we do ask them to fill out a form so there is some some computer work to do mm-hmm. um, but that's something you know damon you could maybe help them with or or whatnot or it doesn't seem we,
2: like me so much but okay they <laughs> <laughs> would be like fend for yourself
0: you're <laughs> on your own <laughs> you're on your own <laughs> that's funny
3: but they'll be able to answer all the questions and just really help ease their mind and you know and, that, and that's a that's that's um, a big, you know, service um, piece that we want to be able to provide as well Is not just saying, who am I booking with? Who are these people that put we put faces, you know, behind the behind the, the screens as well.
0: Great. Well, great. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. We It was it was a pleasure meeting you, Car- Carrie. And uh, it's great to have a, a contact at Rental Store that we can come to when we uh, when we need to talk about this stuff. So we really, really appreciate you coming on. And uh,
3: Thank you. This has been so much fun. I have been excited to do this and, and just meet all of you. And, um, I'm just, I'm just so thrilled to have been asked. So thank you so much. I'll come on anytime.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay, that's good. We didn't scare her off. So that's that's no, good news. No, it takes uh, a lot more
3: than this. <laughs> I did I
0: did wonder what, what Marissa and or Derek had told her about us before <laughs> before she came on. But uh, <laughs> probably all good things. I mean, we usually ask them really off-the-wall questions, too, though. I mean, we were talking about dishwasher uh, loading last time. So <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we ask weird stuff to them.
1: So
3: <laughs> It's like sitting at a bar having a beer. That's... Although I don't drink beer. So maybe hard cider or something. I don't know. But yeah, just fun. Y-
1: you can <laughs> have a soda with me. It's all good.
3: Okay. <laughs> (laughs) I'll do a Diet Coke.
0: (laughs) That's exactly how we describe our show, and that's how people describe our show is it's like sitting around just talking Disney with some friends, right? So that's what we try to do here. So
3: (laughs) Well, I appreciate appreciate you letting me kind of sit on the couch and have a conversation with you this morning.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. So it was it was great having Carrie on. She was really informative, really fun. Uh it was definitely a lot of fun to have her on. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah, very good. So not that, uh, you know, we it's just been a while since we had DVC Rental on. So it was good to have DVC Rental. I feel like DVC Resale gets all the love. Now we're going to have to have Monero on sometime soon here to, to go through this stuff, too. So,
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and it, I, I think uh, it was nice that, you know, we were able to kind of step through the website. And, you know, I I was actually, you know, thinking about renting out points. And knowing the bit about the international stuff does... It changed the conversation a little bit. It just means I have to plan a little bit more, but I'm glad that uh, that we had the discussion there.
0: Well, we have a fair amount of international listeners too, so that's yeah. probably good information for them too. So, exactly. What were you going to say, Damon? Sorry, nothing. Okay, no. cool. Well, That's good. All right, well, let's get into it then. Let's let's go. We, we don't have a lot of news items this week, actually. Well, that's so,
2: good because because I got stuff to talk about before we even get into news. Then, so. all right, all then right. go ahead. Go. <laughs> I made about. the num num cookies.
0: Oh, you did? The cookie num-nums? I've heard they're very good. I haven't had one yet.
2: (sighs) Not good? You know, I I think I'm starting to get, like, cookied out almost. Like, they're all starting to, like, blend in. So, I guess the difference with the num-num cookies, and again, there is an official Disney recipe for them, which is great, is that it's a brown butter chocolate chip cookie recipe, which is a little bit different. But they were okay. I, I, I definitely made a mistake. I was very impatient on the cooling of the butter. So mine were probably a little bit grittier than normal, but, uh, they were okay. I'm starting to feel like they were, they were okay. Um, for my son that doesn't like chocolate, they were very good though, because again, it gives them that brown butter taste. And if you pull the chocolate chips out, it was, you know, he enjoyed them probably more than any other non chocolate chocolate chip cookie that we've made. Oh, wow. I think that the other thing I want to talk about and Tom and Trevor have some pictures is that I'm starting the process with the oh, wood yeah. carving piece. Oh yeah. Geez. I'm those, super excited for those that. those
0: pictures are awesome. Yeah. Like they're really awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm, I'm super excited to kind of get this process started. And so what this is, is this, I'm sure people that are all over the boards see Raymond Kinman, who's a master wood carver, imagineer. He's done, you know, what the Winnie the Pooh, Indiana Jones signs. He's done a ton of stuff. So Trevor had originally reached out and I had seen him before, but I knew he was going to be way too long and expensive for my time frame. Um, but Trevor had reached out and kind of got me thinking again. So I, I spoke to Ray and he had said that, you know, if you don't want to wait the two years that he does have students that he's training and that maybe one of them would take, uh, my piece up. So, We kind of, we spoke and I did get one of his students. So my piece is kind of in the process and it's going to be hopefully, you know, knock on wood, way less than two years. That's for sure. And uh, I'm super excited. So the artist sent me five sketches and they're all so good that I'm kind of a little bit at a loss, but I, I think I've finally narrowed it down. I'm going to be sending a message back today on which ones we want.
0: Yeah. The ones you sent us were pretty impressive.
2: Yeah. 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 So um I'm super excited for that process.
0: Yeah, that's 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 really good. You'll have to keep us uh keep us posted on that. It it's, might it might change Trevor's opinion
2: about uh about or, doing
0: uh, it. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe, but again, it's yeah. It, the, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it, it is and and yeah. Um, you know, I, I realize you know, part of that was, you know, I, I realized that we already have a lot of stuff hanging on our walls, so I don't know if I need any more you know, signs or I pictures signs, or anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 do. I do like how she picked up on your theme though. That's like, you know, have with the DuckTales theme and each one of you in the family, in the family, a different member. Well, that of was the, the
2: insight uh, that I gave. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was the insight that I kind of gave that. That's what we were looking for. So I'm super excited for that. Yeah. It's very cool. And we've been cricketing. What, what we've been cricketing. We, yeah. I saw yeah, we've
1: that. Been cricketing. Yeah. got a Like a cricket freestyle or something like that. Uh, Air Explorer 2 oh, Okay yeah. See, so, so crickets are like Precision cutters Tom if you've
0: mm-hmm. never I swear heard. I always thought it was called cry cut Not cricket
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> if, think if I've ever want to heard anybody it beer, say it out loud sure. So I
0: was like what are you talking about I don't even know what that is so, But I know what you're talking sure. about Yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. my wife has an older cricket The ones that used to use the cartridges So yeah I know all about those
0: That's, that's pretty cool Because you can make like shirts and stuff right
2: Yeah we've been doing a yeah. lot of vinyl stuff so far but yeah
0: that's cool can make some like how much like don't you have to have like some graphic design like do you probably have to have some like art skills to do that right i mean you gotta mm, i got that. skills
2: you got skills all right
1: Dude, you really <laughs> just have to have photoshop skills to be honest that's with you true. yeah okay. and also you know there there is a lot of like you can borrow fonts and stuff like that and there's a lot of pre-made stuff out there that okay you can put together
0: I did see a lot of people in our group posting stuff, and there's some pretty impressive stuff that some of our people have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was some cool stuff in there uh, that I really liked. So, yeah, that's cool. I don't have anything All fun right. to talk about around that, so I, <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. <laughs> um, but do, do, do you guys want to get into like the topics now? Like, yeah, you know, let's, sure.
1: This... So th- this first show is not it. over yet. No, the
0: show isn't. So it well. really isn't. Haven't hasn't even really started
2: yet. I mean, we're gonna just talk about some
0: food later here. Uh, other- I'm not. I'm le- not
2: going to make it. everyone that's listening. There's no way I'm making it to the. <laughs> Do you want to start with food? Um, let's cherry pick what I want to talk about. Sure, right, I like right. that. We could start with the best bites because I feel like we need
0: to talk about this corn dog uh, from Disneyland, right? The 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 I would pickle corn dog. That.
2: Yeah, I, I was I was actually contemplating making that because it was like, hmm,
1: that's
0: very interesting. Oh wait, For you sure? Guys,
1: you guys have never had the Disneyland corn dog, have you?
0: No, of course. not. Oh, uh, okay. All
1: right, but I mean, they haven't <laughs> had
0: this before, right? This is this is kind of crazy. Hold on, let me let me see what you're talking
2: about. All right, well, we're gonna we'll start at the top while while you look there, Trevor. So, okay. Restaurantosaurus. It's a Disney Animal Kingdom theme park. There's a sea turtle cupcake, which is graham cracker and key lime pie filling. That was good. Vanilla buttercream. I don't love buttercream, but and it's also got a fruit snack sea turtle. It looks good. I, I would definitely be down with that. Um, yeah, I like it, but. But the thing is, is that as we kind of look a little bit too down, right, because we can skip over the cocktail, this honeybee cupcake, like, I'm all about that. Honey Bavarian filling and honey frosting.
0: An orange cake.
2: Yeah, I don't love orange cake, but I'm still on board with the the filling and frosting. That would be amazing.
1: You don't think that would be too sweet? Like, You know, the orange cake
2: is leading me to too sweet, Trevor, but honey to me is never too sweet. And I feel like, no, not to me. That's something that I just, like I said, I'm a honey person all the time, so it's never really too sweet for me. I'm okay with that.
0: I just saw that this is available April 5th to 29th. I will be there on the 29th, but not at Animal Kingdom, so that stinks, because <laughs> I would totally <laughs> want that. Don't worry. There's plenty of things to eat. I'm not that worried about it, but uh, this kiwi margarita looks good, good, though, too. Okay.
2: No? No. no one, <laughs> no, one no. Not okay. about that. Uh, I'm just yeah. not spending my money on drinks. They're so expensive, and They're I just don't care enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um these are all drinks right here but this, yep. what about this cotton candy thing? this cotton candy top uh, top lagoon cotton top lagoon cotton top yeah yeah
1: I'm I'm Fro- spending my money on that though blue, blue raspberry and lemonade topped with a wave of cotton candy Again, frozen
0: blue raspberry lemonade it's an icy oh, okay right? yeah. which is
1: yeah. fine
2: but uh yeah too expensive that's what I'm going to say like if it was given to me free sure I try it but I I try it. I do. it. I'd rather the Loggerhead, sour apple sprite with green sugar rim. Too. That that yeah. would be more along my lines. But this flamingo cupcake. These cupcakes are coming pretty hard this time. So yeah. a strawberry cake filled with strawberry compote. See, and I'm glad they went with the compote, guava frosting, and strawberry crisp pearls. With
0: a full on. That's a win. Top. Yeah, that yeah,
2: that's weird. a win. I never know how to eat these cupcakes. Like, do you one I, bite? You, you're you're a chump unless you one bite them. That's what? the way. You, that you can-
1: don't know you don't know how to make a cupcake sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. Well, well my wife does the and, sandwich. Yeah.
2: I refuse the sandwich, but I I, I, I always make a sandwich. One bite.
1: the sandwich. The sandwich is the best way, in my opinion. I don't either. disagree with that, Trevor. Cupcake how are you, you going to eat this in
0: one bite? This is like a man,
1: your Tom, mind. like a man. I, <laughs> some of us cannot unhinge
2: our lower jaw, Damon. Yeah, seriously. Anyone can. It, it's mushy. How can you not eat it in one bite?
0: I mean, it's huge. Well, I it's also the, don't the, want the, it all over my
1: face either. Like that's also well, true. No, especially no, one one the bite. pink cupcakes frosting. Are always one bite. Sorry. I've never one bite at a cupcake before.
0: <laughs> I mean, a mini cupcake, I'd one bite, but like... Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> but those are literally like called one or two bite cupcakes, like.
0: I feel like that's this is going to be terrible. Jeremy's meme now of you chowing down on a cupcake in one bite is <laughs> I guess so I mean that's just how
2: everyone should eat cupcakes I don't
0: know what to tell you <laughs> all right well these are all drinks 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 drinks
1: so um, so let me just comment on the drinks. so so back to your saying you know that the the raspberry slush looks good my thing is is if I'm gonna pay for a fancy drink if it's just like lemonade or raspberry like that's not enough to like to your point Damien you know it's a lot of money and you got to do something special with it. Like, throwing cotton candy on a drink does not sell it to but me. I will tell you that lemonade, to me, can
2: be of such different quality True. that a high-class lemonade could push it over the edge. Mm. Um Blue raspberry, to me, is very fake. So, it just already negates yeah. the freshness it's, it's and syrup, quality right? of lemonade. Yeah. yeah. So, you, if you have this top-notch lemonade, but then you just – blue raspberry in it like so why I, bother having good lemonade
1: I, I will say i've gotten many lemonade slushies at disney and they've always been too sugary i i've never yeah, found I don't a like good, that either like, like proper like, lemonade right
2: yep i like my lemonade like i like my apple pies a little tart
0: yeah all right all right I'm just looking through these drinks really quick here because this Lion's Fury sounds good. Jungle Juice, black cherry liqueur infused bourbon whiskey with a cinnamon whiskey
2: floater. That sounds good. Yeah, for probably like thirty dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's at least fifteen. It's
1: at least fifteen, right? So, yeah. what is this Beehive Cake? Look at this thing. Uh, that's a honey bee citrus blondie. That's wait, okay. yeah. where where are you at? Or wait, is no, that the you're way looking you look at a
2: draft, at? dude? It's, remember the
0: pictures. Oh no, sorry. Uh, what it is. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. the earthy beehive cake, then. Okay, I'm this is only on Earth. To,
0: oh that. no, this is the sixth to the twenty second. It's a buttermilk honey chiffon cake with <laughs> that crunchy, looks amazing crunchy yeah. almond mousse covered in toasted meringue. That does look amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah,
2: that yeah. would be my go to so far. Meringue sells that's me. The,
0: and that one's, by the way, that one's at Grand Floridian at the uh, Gasparilla Island Grill. So there you go. That's that's where you can get that one. Let's see what else we got here. Ooh. Ooh. Olivia's has some uh, weekend brunch items. These look pretty good.
2: Uh, the only thing that's good, I love a Benedict, but it's crab cake, so I don't do it.
0: Yeah, I'm out on that, too. But banana, bre- banana bread French toast and chicken and waffles I'm always down with.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, a Banana bread French toast. I-, I feel like with French toast, though, may- maybe I'm starting to just do, do a lot better at home. But French toast is one of those things you can do it really well at home. I'm starting to look at items now. Like when I, when I start looking at the Disney stuff, items that either one, the quality is phenomenal, right? So maybe they could fall into that. Two, that it has an ingredient that I wouldn't necessarily always see or three, that it's just difficult to cook. So I don't want to be involved in it. So that's again, like I look at French toast and say, "Eh, okay, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like eggs Benedict is a pain. Yeah, yeah I, oh, yeah, I don't want oh, any part of that.
0: Big pain. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. That totally makes sense. Uh, I, I'm just looking at this, and uh, the there's a Disneyland item in here uh, for the, Blue the pickle Bayou. What's that the pickle oh, yeah. dog? Well, before That's... yeah, before we get there though, the Blue Bayou, Bayou uh, restaurant, and the the news here was that they're now going to serve alcohol, and they're going to only be the second restaurant to do so. And I don't know if people care about that anymore.
1: You know, honestly, I'm surprised it took them this long because the Blue Bayou did strike me as the kind of it, it would be the first place in Disneyland to serve alcohol just because of the type of restaurant it is.
0: Yeah. I, so what they're doing? Uh, what what is that here? I see a mint julep, but it says non-alcoholic mint julep.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, they're saying they're doing a seasonal take on the mint julep, but they okay the uh, they say a. Hurricane cocktail, in New Orleans oh, table. I've, yeah. I've never heard of a hurricane cocktail, so ooh, it's a big thing in New or Orleans. Tough stuff, man. Yeah,
0: okay. Some strong stuff in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, that's <laughs> what New Orleans is known for. Yeah, so that makes sense. But let, let's let's talk about this thing that people are talking about. What pickle dog? The pickle dog. Yeah. So this is a hollowed out pickle where they shoved a hot dog in the in the middle of the pickle. Then they batter it and uh, and panko. and put panko breadcrumbs yeah. and fry it. And then you you eat it with peanut butter. I this okay. So I'm gonna start off by saying I'm out on this just because I'm not a pickle fan, right? Oof. I feel like
1: oh, have I feel like gotta like pickles to like.
2: Does, does it surprise anyone that Tom doesn't like pickles? I mean, pickles are like
1: pickles. Good, yes. Dill pic- like th- this is actually a very good like balance, like because you know corn dogs are usually very you know oily heavy. Having the pickle in the middle, I think is that's a great idea. One thing to mm-hmm. note: this is not a red cart corn dog for those that have been to Disneyland. This is at the Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs Cart, which is in downtown Disney. This is not the one inside the park. Still go to the one inside the park. Different corn dog. Just saying.
2: Well, I- I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to recreate this. I don't necessarily do beef hot dogs, so I'd have to figure
1: this out. But could I create this at home? The, the pickle Me? part seems challenging. I mean, you got to
0: pour the pickle, right? So you got to like get a Boring big, thick pickle. pickle and then pour yeah, it out. Yeah, like yeah. where are you
1: going to get pickles that big? Or alternately, could you do a pickle wrap? Like take some pickle slices and wrap it. And I just don't think
2: it. that's the same thing, though, Trevor. You don't I think, think so? You got to go. You got to hollow it out. So what we've been doing is, and and again, I don't know why this has been happening, but in my house, we've been like saving pickle juice and making our own like. Cucumbery pickles. So I feel like mm, I could okay. get a cucumber, let it sit for a bit and write in this regular pickle juice and then try to create it. It might not be as pickle y, but I think it might be I mean, easier because I wouldn't have to get the super huge pickle.
0: So yeah, you guys would try this. You guys are down. You guys will
2: oh, try this. Oh, I, I, absolutely. I, I would not because it's beef, but I would definitely like to recreate it.
1: i I don't you to dip it, it in
0: the peanut butter? Is the <laughs> 100%. Question.
1: Yeah. One hundred percent yeah it's uh again the the thinking of how the the batter on a corn dog normally tastes, yeah, peanut butter would work
0: it's just an interesting it's such an interesting combination of things. I'm not saying I wouldn't try it, I don't like hate pickles and they're just not my favorite thing like so i I would try it though, like I would definitely give it a shot i don't know if I'd dip it in the peanut butter, that just feels weird, but maybe once as a bite, but <laughs> I mean it looks like quite a quite it's, a large it's a
1: lot going dog. on, yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I'm a big fan of the panko on the outside. That's that's always a good way to go, I feel like. But, man, that, that is... I, I've seen a lot of people talking about... I've seen some articles about it looking disgusting. I, I saw one article that said, Disneyland has a new fu- food item that makes me want to puke. Um, I don't... I think that's a little far. That's a little clickbaity, I feel like, <laughs> but... It know. seems
2: like it's awesome. I don't know what people are talking about. That's
0: pretty yeah. awesome. I think it. I think it looks kind of cool. I would definitely try it. All shot. right, so
2: so let's see what else I want to talk about before I go. Reusable bamboo utensils—I don't care about because again, we already talked about sporks. But
0: that's in this same article, and I had it listed as a separate thing. Look at that. So we can, yeah yeah.
2: Um, this reflections thing though has me interested. So the permit filed to remove reflections construction trailers—it's a little disappointing. I can only hope that that's going to lend itself to the Epcot one, which is still rumor. Instead. Yep. But see, it makes me feel like that's not the case because think about it. Why would they remove something they've already kind of started on to just do the same thing somewhere else? I don't know about that. This makes me feel like there's not going to be a new resort for a while. That's what this makes me feel like.
0: Yeah, I would say that. But I mean, I guess the difference is here, like the one in front of Epcot's probably wouldn't be a DVC resort. It would just be a regular resort. Whereas this is a DVC Ooh, you resort. Think so? Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I think the rumor is, is that it's just going to be a regular resort. And that, mm. you know, this was obviously a DVC resort. So I, but, I think that there's a difference there, um, if that's the case. But, ooh. you know, there basically, there was a permit filed so, to remove the construction trailers from the
2: property where they were built. Yeah, we don't so, care about this, time. We want to talk about what you just said. All right, so hold on a second. But, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
0: don't back care up about this part.
1: Back up a
2: sec. <laughs> yeah, back up. You yeah. can't say that and then just keep moving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No, no. You're talking about what that other resort's going to be, if it's going to be DVC or not. I, I yeah. haven't seen any indications that it that that rumored resort would be DVC. Could, I, could it Disney didn't seem like it?
1: Could Disney actually build a resort at this point that not at least have a section of it be DVC? That's that is, is my question. question. That's, That's the question. question. And now the other question
2: is: is that have we seen any high end resorts right? Besides, isn't there one that doesn't have DVC? And this has to be a high-end resort because there's not as much room. Like you cannot give it a Caribbean or style. Like it's got to be a high, high-end resort where they're putting it. Yeah, anywhere around Epcot. I would. I could see them
0: putting DVC units in it. I just don't think it's going to be a full-on dedicated DVC resort. I think it's going like, to be a middle. What would it be like? Like I, Animal Kingdom, like Bay Lake. Yeah, well, Bay Lake is a full-on DVC resort, though. Animal Kingdom is probably the best example, I think. But besides Wilderness Lodge, Wilderness Lodge is a good example too. It's half DVC, half regular.
1: Yeah, okay, maybe I could Polynesian see Polynesian. Ha- it's you know, yeah, Polynesian. Yeah, it Polynesian. has a section that is DVC, and the rest I is just, regular.
2: Right? I, I just feel like it's going to be so. So here's the thing: if you ma- let's think about it. if you made it just DVC, does that push a ton of people to go DVC?
0: Well, that's that's the thing here. I think they're pulling back on this because DVC sales, like direct DVC sales, mm-hmm. have slowed quite a bit, yeah. right? Like, so they're not selling what they already have. Like Riviera is only like a quarter sold, basically. So I, I feel like they're they just don't have the I don't yeah. know the I, demand I just, there. Yeah,
2: I, I feel like if there was any DVC in it at all, though, Tom, it puts that on hold, right? I sure. don't see them stopping this to then build another resort that's even if it's not all DVC is going to have DVC in it and that makes me sad because sure that's where I'm um, I'm like ah oh.
0: see i just i don't see this as a as a uh like this project is dead i think this project is just indefinitely delayed like i think this is maybe a couple more years down the line now like cuz this was yeah. originally supposed to be done in 2022 so i'm just wondering if they're you know they're so, just taking the trailers out because why leave them there for 2 years if you're not going to do anything
2: do they come back to this or do they do a new one what what's your thought
0: i i do think they come back to this cuz i i I've, at some point uh, down the road i i think they will come back i think it's just if the demand is there, been, I think it's going to take them a couple of years to recover from 2020, you know. And I think they're going to need need to to pull back on some stuff. And I think this is one of the casualties. It, it does seem like they're still moving forward with the Disneyland hotel because that's there's a major need there, right? Like there's they
1: know there's huge demand for to- that. Yeah, totally different ball game, D- yeah. t- right. different
0: situation. There, yeah, right. Agreed. Yeah. So I, I just I, I think with with direct sales slowing down so much, it's I f- feel like they just put the pause on this for now.
1: You know? So, yeah, I I think it's a matter of, like you said, you know, they're probably going to take it back and they're going to take this opportunity to do some redesign of reflections. So whatever we've seen of reflections, you're probably going to see them release, you know, new photos, a new proposal in a couple of years when they have a chance to kind of revisit it, you know, realign based on what the economy is doing and everything. Um, pulling the trailers out, I think, is entirely a, um, you know, you've already you know, we we occasionally see videos of you know like some some guy got over to Discovery Island and was hanging out in the buildings over there. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's the same thing as you know you don't leave a bunch of trailers there just to invite people to go and explore because there's always those people that will go where they're not supposed to be. So taking the trailers out makes sense if they're not planning to do anything in the in you know the short to medium term with it. Um, I, I don't think you know them pulling trailers out of this and the Epcot. Hotel are necessarily linked. But again, back to what you're saying about the Epcot Hotel, is if they don't at least offer a portion of it as DVC, they're doing themselves a disservice. But I also get where they wouldn't offer it as DVC because there is a bit of a mental hurdle there for people, I think. And they're probably going to sell it to a different set of people that, you know, want to stay, you know, On like in Epcot, right? Even though you know DVC, we we definitely want to do it. But there's there's a a weird break of people that go, you know, I don't want to pay for you know a DVC contract, but I you know I'll shell out a ton of money to stay at Epcot, right?
2: Yeah, it's (laughs) it's people that don't necessarily want to go to Disney as often as maybe we do. Yeah.
0: And and uh, let's mention again that the whole uh, the whole Epcot Hotel thing is purely rumor at this point. That Disney
2: confirmed anything. It is total rumor, and that's all.
1: We have no idea if this is happening. (laughs) It it may it may end up with Haunted River Country in our (laughs) lexicon at some point, but for now, it's maybe a thing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, I, I, I it's, it's stopping either. me from buying a contract until like there's more definitive news on it i'll be well, you honest could always with you
0: sell it you could always sell whatever contract no, you bought I, now and then bought. no it doesn't
2: sound like me no.
0: no i i did want to t- uh jim uh who had emailed us about the senior citizen uh, stuff he also he said he had some great ideas for haunted river country villas he wanted. He was saying that patent we talked about a couple weeks ago with the projection in the rooms so would be great for like haunted ghosts? river country. Yeah, because yeah. you could do Ooh. you could have like ghosts moving around the rooms. You could have creaky doors and lights flicker
2: and. How mad would I be if they did that though? <laughs> I imagine? mean, would you?
0: Well, no. So his his thing is that you would customize it for yourself. No, so no, no like, but
2: but what if they ended up doing like a haunted river country?
0: Oh, oh, oh you're saying how mad would it, would you be if they actually did it? Yeah, they <laughs> yeah,
2: did right, yeah. Could you imagine?
0: <laughs> No, I mean that would be amazing. Yeah.
2: I could. I mean, I, I guess I probably wouldn't even be mad because it would be like I wasn't going to get money for it anyway. But yeah. I would definitely be like, "Oh, that was me!" Like we have <laughs> we have, we have we documented have evidence of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: We've been talking about it for years now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what episode that was, but it's at least three years ago. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're actually coming up. I think our next episode will be our four year anniversary. So and
2: we're doing nothing special. I mean, we can do we can do something special if you want. I mean, uh, you know. I don't even know what that is. I need a more than a week.
1: Yeah, like, I, I I don't know what would entail as special at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's a Which, fair point. Yeah. I mean, that's I ideally it would have been like, hey, let's have a meetup, but that's not happening. Not happening. <laughs> I'm
2: just yeah. I'm just disappointed about this this food and wine festival ending November 20th, and I get it, right? Because they have to have the other festival, but I think now we're starting to like leech into festival, festival on festival, unless you're just like unlucky and you go between like the 20th and the 27th or something like well, of November. That's yeah. So that's the
0: other news item here is they announced that the Food and Wine Festival is going to start July 15th and go to November 20th, which is a
1: that's, crazy long time.
0: Yeah, and I, <laughs> I was and say, I'm mad. Is, that,
1: is it me or is that like a huge window for Food and Wine this year? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's, huge. Yeah. it's, it's a big
0: window. But, I'm trying to remember what it was like pre-pandemic, like 2019. I, I can't remember off of the top my head i, I want
1: to say i, I remember it's starting like early september because I, like i remember in previous years i i've done september it, and it was like so august
2: yeah. to november for 19 tom
0: okay so it's they're just moving it up yeah it was the end of august that so was august 29th
2: yeah, august 29th to november 19th yeah, so, they're so they're basically adding like a month uh, and something
0: yeah so i don't know I, month, yeah.
2: i'm very disappointed because again while i love the holiday one food and wine is just a little bit better so I may have to, like I said, sneak down there for July. But see, here, here's what it boils down to. Is it worth $500 in tickets, right, and probably more than that, to go for a day to food and wine? I just, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, this is where it's nice to be like a pass holder, if that, if that makes sense for you, know yeah. for you, where you could just mm-hmm. pop in, you know. But you aren't you going early July?
2: Like, you're going like a week before this, right? I go whenever I want. I haven't made any sort of... Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, if food and wine I could go the 16th if I felt like it like i can go whenever true, I yeah. want yeah. Um, I just like I said it just I just don't know if it dictates the, the amount of money it would be kind of brutal just to go for a day Yeah, I don't yeah. think I could do that
0: yeah, it's it's it would be a lot because you're you're paying for admission and then you're paying for all the food. You know, it, yeah. The food's so, I mean, you're cheap, talking about
2: though. probably close to a seven eight hundred dollar day for five people. Yeah. Now, again, if see if uh, passes were available, I would just get the pass and then I'd be good for November. But again, doesn't make sense. And actually, I don't even yeah. know does that does the pass. Is there blackout dates for Thanksgiving for the
1: past? Was there previously? No, it was it was always Easter and Christmas were the black. Yeah, it was always
0: okay. like spring yeah. break. If you got the lowest, if you got the gold pass, I think it was the two weeks of spring break were maybe okay. blacked out, and yeah. then and then Christmas, like the week between Christmas and New Year's, I think was blacked out. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't I, a lot for the gold pass.
1: Yeah, I had I had the gold pass, and I remember looking at that, and yeah, the only the only ones I saw were Easter and Christmas. Yeah. Okay.
0: I thought it was spring break, too, but I could be wrong. But, yeah. So, I, I'll tell you what right now, though, just, you know, talking about this kind of stuff. I, I Getting a reservation to a restaurant has been, a, like, so challenging for this upcoming trip. Like, I, I have, like, I'm using touring plans to do alerts for reservations, and I'm, I'm not getting any alerts at all. Because there's just no capacity, and you can't get anything, you know? it's I don't even really think if there
2: was food and wine, if I'd even... Well, you are you getting park park no. hoppers?
0: So, so no, we're the day we go to Epcot, we we don't have any reservations. We're just gonna eat. We're just gonna eat. Yeah, yeah like but what I'm saying
2: on a regular no. day, you don't no. have park hoppers. No, we don't. No. See, that's the problem. I would probably have just gone to. I would have just said no reservations, and I'm gonna eat dinner at Epcot every night, and and that be that.
0: Well, this trip's a little different. So it's it's my wife's birthday. So we're celebrating her birthday by having a nice dinner. You know that kind of thing. So, um, we wanted at least one sit down. Sit down dinner. But yeah, I mean, we, you know, for the Epcot day, we're just going to eat around the world. You know, that's, that's what we're going to do. So, um, we're, I'm not going to schedule anything for that. But, you know, for the other two days, uh, we're, you know, we're only doing Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. Uh, we're not going to do Animal Kingdom this time around. So I wanted to schedule some things. So. Which I'm not going to talk about on here, because I'm keeping them a secret from my wife. This is going to be a surprise. She doesn't (laughs) listen to the show. She doesn't, but she can hear me, you know, as I'm talking right right now. (laughs) But we'll talk about it afterwards, for sure. So, anyway. Fair. But yeah, this is, I mean, it's a really long, this is a long festival. And they did say, it sounded like they're adding more booths. Did I read that? I
2: don't know about more booths. I think that more things to do, though.
0: Okay. So, So, I know it says, even more marketplaces will join the international smorgasbord. So, as the festival continues into the fall, before wrapping up. Okay, so I don't know if that means they're going
1: to add more booths. I don't know, or they're going to switch them out. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's a good question. So you so he- have to find out. <laughs> here, here's my only take on this, and and I base this off of a ride overlay. So, in Disneyland, they do the Nightmare Before Christmas ride overlay on the Haunted Mansion.
2: Yeah,
0: the and
1: stupidest it, show ever. Stupidest movie ever for oh Christmas. You're yeah. gonna
0: make so many people mad.
2: Well, You're get that's so okay. I've already said yeah. this. It's so, so dumb.
1: So, so here, here's the thing is that, you know, Disney would put the overlay on from like September until January. Like a, a yeah. good chunk of time. And the problem with that was, you know, we, we did a couple of trips and it was like, you know, I just wanted to go on regular Haunted Mansion, but I couldn't because, you know, half of the year almost was taken up with this overlay. The same kind of thing I'm thinking about with this food and wine window really? is that it's you know, you know, I I know food and wine's a little bit different in that it's How does um, it impact your Epcot? That's my question. Um because Epcot's a lot busier. And it's also, you know, food and wine is, uh, I guess it matters more if I was going to be down there more, but it's kind of like, you know, I feel like it gets to a point, you know, if you were, if you had an annual pass and you were going, it's like, you know, you have like that first, you know, maybe month or two of, yeah, going to food and wine, but then it gets to a point where it's kind of overstayed its welcome. Like, like, that's kind of where I'm getting at with this is that I feel, you know, they, they got to be careful with having one festival run too long is that by the end of it, people are just going to be like, Oh God, you know, food and wine enough already. Like it's, it's Maybe. not an issue for us particularly, but I think what it does though,
2: is that it opens it up to people that can't necessarily get there in the time frame that it was previously. It's true. I, I mean, I yeah. get what you're saying. Like, cause then what, what is Epcot except one big festival. It might as well call Festacot. Yeah. Food and right? wine. Right. Like,
0: <laughs> Well, you know, it is supposed <laughs> to be the you know permanent permanent World's Fair,
1: right? So, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna have just a few days in between. What, uh, what, what's the what's the uh, acronym for experimental prototype community of food and wine? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it doesn't quite roll off the tongue as well uh, I, I, i'm not even going to try and sound that out right now
2: <laughs> i just think there's going to be very few days where there's not something going on anymore i think that's sure. what we're, we're getting to is that there's going to be a takedown period of like a week and then otherwise there's going to be a festival going on so I you'll do. have you know four times a year and that's it I
0: do wonder if they're going to shorten the time period once they get back to like 100% capacity. Cuz obviously they they why? Well, cuz they extended it last year because it was, you know, it was going to be harder for people to get in all the time uh because it was limited capacity. So I don't I mean, you're right. Why is the good question cuz why would they? Just they make more it, make money, so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I don't think so. I think we're going to see four weeks out of the year there's no festivals and that's it at Festacot
1: or uh, Ep- 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 Epcofa? Is that Epo? what you said, Epcofa yeah. Ep- Ep- is what I figured it out as. Epcofa. Yeah. A okay. <laughs> food and
2: wine. I-, I like Festicot better, but, you know, yeah. what, Fes- what are we going
0: to do? <laughs> Festicot? Uh, Festicot's pretty good. I yeah. like it. So, all right. I think that's enough of this nonsense for today. Maybe we should just
1: wrap up. I don't yeah. think there's anything else. Yeah. Right? I, th- I think we're good. I think we covered all our bases today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, You know, I, th- I think it was great having uh, carry on at the beginning there. You know, yeah. that was, that was good informational stuff. And then, you know, I think we had a good, uh, a good chat about food and wine and just, you know, all, all the usual stuff. So, all right. Um, do we want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I just,
0: I'm just laughing because I I told Carrie she could stay the whole time, and I was like, "You probably don't want to." We get we get a little ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I, I you know. <laughs> yeah I, I, mean, you know. I mean, you know, we say that to all of our guests. Is, you know, you you feel sure. free to stay on, but you know, it just. It gets rather silly after a while, right?
0: I feel like the only one that does ever is like Ziggy will stay on. For, well, But then again, we always have Ziggy for the whole thing. He's not on for anything other than staying. We got to get Ziggy back on. Yeah, it's him. it's been a while. We,
1: yeah, we need Ziggy yeah. back on for sure.
0: Yeah, people have asked when Ziggy's yeah. coming back. I'll, I'll, I haven't talked to Ziggy in a little bit, but I'll, I'll reach out. Anyway, cool. go ahead. <laughs> All right.
1: Um. So as usual, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can always find us at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, you guys send us emails all the time. You, you give us great questions. We love hearing about trip reports. You know, your take on on DVC and all that, it, you know, it's a great, uh, great way to reach us if uh, you don't want to email us or if you want to reach us on Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, it's called the Facebook or it's called Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. Uh, make sure you get in there and, you know, join the conversation. You know, people put, you know, we got a couple of guys that are posting their favorite memes all the time, which we appreciate. And I'm enjoying
0: uh, the meme war. I'm enjoying the meme war between those two.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, that's fun. Um, Even though then, for some reason I've, I seem to always be the
0: topic of the memes now. I don't know what that's about, but...
1: Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, you know, l- like Jeremy said, it's whatever jumps out to him. So. All right. Well, um, I'm going to be, yeah, sta- no. I got to
0: start being more boring, apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, like we said, you know, get it, get in the Facebook group. You know, people ask questions in there all the time. It's a great way to, you know, have discussion about, you know, if you're planning a DVC trip or you just want some advice on DVC. We got a lot of really smart people in that group and, uh, um, I, I think it's a good place to be for talking about DBC. Um, for
3: sure.
1: yeah. And also, if uh, you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do. It's also called Welcome Home Podcast. When, uh, when we do live shows or, uh, upcoming trip reports like Tom's, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to see those on our YouTube channel. And you can also follow us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. And last but not least, if uh, you guys want any of our merchandise, make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and you can check out, uh, we got t-shirts, mugs, there's masks on there if you're needing some masks for an upcoming Disney trip. Uh, and you know, it helps us out with, uh, with, you know, keeping the podcast running. And as usual, if you guys, uh, you know, even if you didn't find us on iTunes, but anywhere that you can leave a review, for the podcast make sure you do um we appreciate those reviews we do read them we we do see your comments it does help us you know try and get better but it also helps other people find the podcast
0: yeah for sure and you know of course as always don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify just about any place you can find podcasts you can find us just search for Welcome Home look for the one that says uh, Disney and uh, what, what it was to say uh, DVC and uh, Disney Parks Podcast yep. whatever it says <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I feel like I should remember this by now but you know, you know what to look for look for the one that says DVC and, and Disney parks uh a reminder to our listeners as always welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the Walt disney company and as such any and all opinions we express on the show are our own so please consult a dvc representative or disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to carrie uh from dvc rental store for coming to the show today and dealing with our nonsense and answering all of our questions she was a uh, she was great to have on the show so uh yeah, really fantastic. appreciate that yeah. yeah, she really was. She was great, um, and you know, I, I, she'll she'll you know the next time she comes on with us, then she'll maybe you know be at a Derek and Marissa level, but it's it's hard to get there, right? So, <laughs> um, but Derek and Marissa, you know too are are awesome but uh thank you to carrie for coming uh from dvc rental store please check them out and uh thank you to all of our sponsors uh, monero financial dvc rental store dvc resell market please check them out uh we appreciate uh, all of their support um so join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon
3: this is skipper albert a wall the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the DVC.
0: To a when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair.
3: I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Dee-dee, look out, here come